0: Good morning and welcome to Summer Breakfast, if you're listening on SEN 1170 here in Sydney. For the first hour, we welcome you listening on SEN Q693 AM in Brisbane. It's James Magnuson and Michael Kariannis here this morning, Morning MC. Good morning, Missile. We're coming to you live today from Manly Beach, opposite the Seine Hotel. Uh, have we ever had a better view for a live show?
1: No, it's a bit distracting. There's a lot of people around. Um, obviously... the the sun is rising or has risen now and a few people in the surf and a lot of people already pounding the pavement.
0: You've just dried off the hair. I saw you out there earlier <laughs> on the surfboard. <laughs> you spent a bit of time in the green room uh, with a surname like Kariannis, obviously a big surfer. Uh, <laughs> nice of you to join us though.
1: Doesn't take long to dry my hair though these days.
0: Did you, uh, did you bring the togs along on a serious
1: note? I didn't unfortunately because I've got to race off after this for, um, so my wife booked there's a Jurassic Park exhibit, right? On, and she booked it months ago. Um, not really. Is a this to you it. and her, or for the and, kids? Well, <laughs> me, her, and the bub. I do love a bit of Jurassic Park, though. Yeah, it's one of my okay. favourite movies. Um, so yeah, we're gonna go head off there straight after this. So no no swimming for me. What about you? This is right up your alley here. Yeah,
0: I packed some swimmers. Um, I just found out that if you win all four of the swimmers of
1: <laughs> yes. this
0: shore and partner series that you win twenty five thousand dollars. So I'm just gonna duck um, off, get my cap and goggles. <laughs> and and you swim down here. <laughs> <laughs> I saw when when we were
1: told of that just before we came on here, I did see your brain start ticking over going.
0: Should I give it a crack? Well, can I just say, so we are here for the and Partners Manly Open Surf Classic. Uh, it's all part of the and Partners Summer of Surf Series. Had I known the prize money, mm-hmm. I don't, there's not many races in, well, definitely in Australia. There's no pool races where you get $25,000 prize money. Yep. Had I known this mid-career probably more pertinently rather than <laughs> in the shape I'm in now, I definitely would have come down and ha- tried my hand at a few. I don't reckon many pool swimmers would know about that or they'll all be down here today. How much would your body have to change? Because you're, you're obviously in good
1: nick, right? But you, you're not in swimming nick, I'm assuming. How, how much would your body have to change to,
0: to get back into the water at a decent level? I'd have to see the competition. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I've always been good for the short stuff, but I'm not <laughs> sure how far the swim is today. I'm imagining they're usually about a kilometre or so. Um, so maybe... Sub five kilos off the current frame, and I'd be in the mix. Okay, but hard to say. Hey, uh, I was watching last night the Powerball. You were. You're, you're no, winner. No, win- so, okay. no winner. No winner. So okay. So it goes now from a hundred million dollars to hundred and fifty million dollars. Okay. So we spoke about yesterday. You were going to buy a measly little shack <laughs> for fifteen million dollars. Yes. I don't know somewhere in Western suburbs <laughs> for that price. I'm assuming. I was going to splash out ninety million dollars on a house. All right. What do you doing with a hundred million dollar prize? Well, I'm bumping it up, MC. So I'm going to buy a hundred twenty million dollar house now. Why? Why? Because I'm going to quit all my work. Yeah, um,
1: of course. Yeah, you don't need a $120 million house to do that.
0: Yeah, no, because I'm going to be spending most of my time at said $120 million house. So okay. So now I'm going to have... There's going to be a nightclub in the house. Yes. There's going to be a gym in the house. I'm going to have a chef in the house. So I pretty much never have to leave this thing. How so many people
1: are going to have living in your house? Because you said you're going to have just a me chef. me and my girlfriend. But you're
0: going to have a chef? Yeah. A cleaner? Or a oh, ma- obviously. Like, and a, probably, probably a live-in maid. We yeah. spoke about that. And if you have children you're gonna have a nanny if i have kids i'll have probably at least two live-in nannies um, How many, so, it's, so they can be on like a roster they're
1: gonna be on a wing or somewhere
0: yeah i'll start like looking after my kid when they're about nine or ten <laughs> up until then that's the job of the nanny <laughs> 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 um what are you doing now it's up to 150 right. million can you splurge a little yeah, bit more than 10 yeah. percent on a house yeah yeah i'm like uh, 40 40 mil 40 mil I think go higher. I but was thinking about this yesterday after we spoke. You said you wanted a house in Greece. Too much admin. Just go to Greece, pay admin. for the most grouse villa. Admin. Come and go. Yeah, because. I'll tell you what I won't be doing admin. <laughs> yeah, but think about <laughs> this. There's all these like international taxes when you buy a house. You've got to keep it clean. You've got to keep the garden. Don't care. You've got to do shopping. 150
1: mil. Do not care. I I'll find someone to do that for me.
0: Yeah, okay. Instead of a chef. So you've got international staff. See, I'm being a bit more realistic. I'm having local staff here in Sydney. <laughs>
1: more realistic? You haven't been buying a $120 million house.
0: On a serious note, did you buy a? I didn't. Powerball ticket? No. no me neither. <laughs> so what are we talking about? <laughs> <laughs> we're just fantasizing. <laughs> Apparently, we were talking to producer Ben off there yesterday. So for that ticket with the uh, guaranteed Powerball, is that right, Ben? It's $26. $26. So, $26. I don't know. It's gamble a, responsibly. Does that seem steep to you? I mean, you can win 150.
1: 26.
0: Mm, no. I don't anyway, know. Anyway, I didn't buy a ticket. I'm just going to keep dreaming about it. Hey, our tennis last night. So I went to bed after the Kokonakis game. Mm-hmm. Must have been about 10 p.m. And Medvedev uh, was still yet to come onto court. Turns out. He stayed up until 3.39 to finish that game. Yeah, I was watching. Five sets. You were watching. Yeah, right. For, straight from there to the surf, straight <laughs> in the green room, straight here on SEN. Uh, we want to hear from uh, you guys. Was anyone staying, or Did anyone stay up to watch the Medvedev game last night? Call us 1-300-01-1170. Uh, we are available right now. Give us a call. Any bleary-eyed listeners out there, stay up. Hmm. Watch the Medvedev games. They would have gone to bed, say, you know, 3.40, then back with us <laughs> by 6 a.m. <laughs> <the next morning. laughs> fell asleep a minute after like, the yeah, game. like if you can fall asleep. I mean, was it a cliffhanger? It must have been. It was five sets, so they might not have been able to fall asleep straight away. That's, uh, that's an effort, though. If anyone has stayed up that late and is listening now, that's a fair effort. So they were talking about having, I don't know, something in place to stop these late finishes. Obviously, that didn't happen. Um, have you ever pulled a, an all-nighter for a sports event?
1: Um, oh, Yeah, like when... I, sp- I don't
0: mean like an all-nighter in celebration after a sporting <laughs> event. I mean an all-nighter to watch a sporting event, a Northern Hemisphere-type scenario.
1: Yeah, I don't think I've got to four. Um, I get up for the NFL every Monday, and that's generally when that, when that season starts. Um, that's generally it starts at 3 it was of daylight like saving and stuff on, on Monday mornings, then it goes into four, then it goes into five a.m. So, you're keen in NFL. so I'll, I'll get up. I don't work Mondays generally, so I can sort of catch up um, during the day. But no, so I usually Mondays to start the NFL season. I'm up at, at a stupid hour, and, and it basically goes regardless I'm about of yeah, regardless of who's playing. Yeah, wow. Because really? yeah. well. um, I have all that majority of their matches on, yeah. on Monday mornings. Yeah, so morning, what time so.
0: do you go to bed if you're getting up at three a.m.
1: Oh depending with the bub, but yeah, it, it, because I don't work Mondays, I can generally catch up at some stage, so it's not too yeah. bad.
0: Um, what about you? The ones that stick out for me early 2000s, uh, dad and I are Liverpool fans, and we used to wake up to watch like an FA Cup or um, a Champions League game, and okay. they'd be sort of 2 3 a.m., yeah, and then that'd get you through to like 6 maybe, and then you're off to school, so yeah. they were they were tough lifts, um, but that was back in the glory days of Liverpool, I was big. Michael Owen, Stephen Gerrard. Um, give us a call or text. Uh, what sporting events have you pulled an all-nighter for? Uh, 0457 736, 736 to Texas or 01 three hundred oh one eleven seventy to give us a call. All right, another big day of cricket yesterday, MC. I thought it was... Going to be all over there mm. for a second. It looks like a, it. Don't these wickets come in fits and spurts for Australia? All of a sudden, you, you're not watching their four-four. Yeah. You come back an hour later, they're still four-four. You're like, <laughs> yeah. oh, no dramas today. Then you come back, they're 8 for. Yeah. You're like, what is going on? Uh, it was a maiden fifa on debut for Shamar Joseph. That was the big talking point of the day. This is the new talent that the West Indies mm. have unearthed. Uh, here's the SEN cricket commentary of his 5 and he comes to Steve Smith
2: edge, almost oh, no way. he's out first, ball is bold unbelievable, gets a wicket with the first delivery, he's bowled Joseph Bowles, short ball, high in the air. this could be caught here down near the rope it has been taken it is out, Joseph's got a second Shamar Joseph into him again and he oh. plays and he's out, unbelievable Shamar Joseph's done it again The wicket of Cameron Green. Joseph back over the wicket to Stark. Gets it an awkward one. There is Bat Pad and there's a catch. (laughs) Just like that. Joseph bowls again. Full ball, and he's bowled. And there is five wickets on debut for Shamar Joseph.
0: When you hear five wickets on debut for Shamar Joseph, I think I was saying in the commentary, he's 24 years old. Why is he only just debuting now? If West Indies suck so bad, <laughs> you know uh, what I mean? Yeah, like he kind of just come out of nowhere. I don't know what his first-class record is. Like twenty-four is
1: not too old. But to do me they d- have much
0: first-class over there? Yeah,
1: they play first-class cricket. Yeah, I, I don't know what he's re- like. Twenty-four is not too old, particularly for a bowler to be playing in uh, Test cricket. But you just love his enthusiasm, right? And, yeah, he's and, got a bit of swagger. Yeah, he's he, he's got that West Indian swagger, which is. Which brings people to life, life a, l- a little bit, and you know he he will leave um, Australia at the end of the, the next test with confidence, and, and that's what. Oh yeah. Um, no, that's what they need. This West Nines, because they're not hopeless. When you, you they've shown glimpses of okay, well, it, it's been semi, I know it's going to be over in two and a half days. Yeah. But it it hasn't been as as bad as I
0: thought. The, the test would really? be, yeah, they're yeah. batters, yeah, they leave something to be desired. Yeah, you know the the risk for these young West Indies players is, uh, they post some decent results at, at test match level, um, like a Shamar Joseph, and then the lure of Twenty Twenty cricket is just yeah, it's so too, big, too much. So does he stay in test cricket and you know plug away for a team that sucks, or does he just go and play around the world in T Twenty, and have a ball? Well, you
1: hope that there'll be a batch of, of these young players who go, no, no, we're going to play as much test cricket as we can and, and try and balance it out. And if he can lead the way, then you'll get some of those other younger players playing domestic cricket that want to follow his lead and, and, and things like that. So, they they need, they need someone to take a stand there
0: in, in the West Indies and, and it might be just what they needed. What I keep thinking with the West Indies is, how much are they getting paid to play test match cricket? Mm. And The stark contrast between Australia and the West Indies when you watch them on TV, Australia's covered in sponsors. Yeah. West Indies doesn't have a sponsor. And that's the thing. Like,
1: we don't have a lot of players. We've had very few players give up their test strength because they can still make really,
0: really good money playing for Australia. Mitch Stark hasn't played in India for eight years. Comes back first year, $4 Yeah. So let's say that he was let's let's be conservative and say he would have been getting 2 million a year. He's given up 16 million Australian dollars to play test cricket. Mm. Not that he's sacrificing that exactly because you know he's yeah. got legacy and all the yeah. other sort of stuff but yeah. realistically that's 16 million dollars he could have had had he chose to play yeah. over in India in the T20s every year and maybe for Mitch Stark that doesn't matter because he's probably on a $3 million Cricket that's Australia right, yeah. contract. But Shamar Joseph would not be on a $3 million dollar contract right. per year to play test matches. So that,
1: that's where the great disparity is. Um, we've got a good um, text here. Please leave your name. Um, Joseph has only played five first-class matches so far, which is not many for a 24-year-old. Yeah. So
0: that's a good point. Yeah. So uh, the other big talking point from the day, Travis Head. Now, did I say this when Mitchie Obey came on for sports? But I think... I backed him for top run scorer. Anyway, this was his home wicket. Have a listen to Travis Head scoring 100 for Australia.
2: Around the wicket to Head, who climbs into this one and smashes it through the covers for four. Roach again to Head, who steers this one forward of square leg off the back foot for four. Graves again, also wide on the crease. Head swings into this one, over cover, out towards the boundary, and it makes it. Graves in again, Head on strike and he pulls it high and a mark all the way for six. Glorious shot. Motty Bowles, Head gets a full ball, driving through the offside, out to the boundary for four. And for the second time, Travis Head gets a century in his own backyard here at Adelaide Oval.
0: Yeah, century there for Travis Head. It had been a quiet start to the summer after the year of Travis Head, which was 2023, wins the World Cup, was our best batsman in the Ashes, uh, killed it in the Test Championship. So you kind of felt he wouldn't go too long before another century. Home wicket, it always surprises me in cricket. You know, you see Steve Smith come out and struggle, Marnus come out and struggle, Uh, Cameron Green come out and struggle. You're going, is this a really difficult wicket? And then someone like Travis Head <laughs> comes out and scores a fast hundred. Yeah, you know, what is why is there such a disparity in how players find a wicket? Yeah, I, it is bizarre you know, because because the difference in class is not as big as what they show. No. Obviously, you know. Yeah. So that's
1: a, it's a good point there, miss on. He had a poor um, series against Pakistan. I think his top score was 40, which was in his first dig, and then I think he still really might have been hung over from the World Cup. <laughs> he had a, a <laughs> he lot he of celebrating. He a bit to, of a dig at the World Cup. He had a lot of celebrating to do, but that's. I think that's what you touched on yesterday as well, where if our top order struggles at, at the moment, we, we've got a sweet spot in that middle order with with either Marsh or Head contributing and, and being able to put a respectable total. Because at one stage, it looked like, you know, at worst, it was going to be about par on, with the West Indies' um, first innings total. Um, and then, you know, Travis Head really turned that game in Australia's
0: favour. Uh, all right. Give us a call during the show if you want a chance to win uh, golf prizes, double pass to Sydney Dragway, plenty up for grabs, 1300-01-1170. To Texas us, 0457-736-736. I can see a flood of text messages coming through here. Uh, should Joseph stay and play Test Match Cricket for the West Indies, or is Test Match Cricket essentially dead in the West Indies, and should he go and play T20s around the world? We are live at Manly Beach this morning for the Shore and Partners Manly Open Surf Classic. MC and I are going to take a quick dip in this ad break, but we'll be back. Breakfast show, thanks to Brighton's Layers. Unable to work due to injury or illness, contact Brighton's Layers.